0: Hello, my name is Gloria Olguín Cuadras. I am a sociologist in the School of Humanities, Arts, and Cultural Studies at Arizona State University's West Campus. In partnership with the Litchfield Park Historical Society, we conducted oral histories to document the lives and stories of the Mexican community that worked and resided in this area. The audio clips featured here provide a glimpse into the kinds of work, recreation, and community that took place when much of the land was dedicated to agriculture. Bullard Wash ran through the cotton fields of the West Valley, where workers could be seen planting and harvesting cotton and other crops for a 50-year period that began with the onset of large-scale agricultural production in 1917. Their contributions to the West Valley share an important place in its history. Thank you. Listen to the voice of Gilbert Soto. What was the first job that you recall having?
1: Well, I worked in the Goodyear Farms, mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh, you, you might say uh, when I was um, one. Still in grade school, I, I did pick cotton, and I did didn't do quite a good job at that. But uh, when I was in high school, I did get uh, to work in the summers, mm-hmm. and I used to um, chop cotton, which would you just you'd uh, chop the weeds uh, almost uh, the whole summer long. You do that, and, okay. and I guess I started off at uh, sixty cents an hour, and they paid us uh, every day. So. Uh, uh, and then uh, after uh, that, I continued on working on tractors, uh, doing doing spray, spraying the weeds with uh, with some kind of uh, I think it was diesel and, and mixed with water I kill the weeds one on, on the ditches where they do the irrigating.
0: Mm-hmm. And tell me a little bit about the kind of work that you did after high school.
1: After high school, well, I, I went, went to college and I and in the summer times I we did work at the at the farm, we, we, we got uh, some certain uh, privileges to uh, work at uh, testing the, the water uh, concentration on, on the soil mm-hmm. by using some kind of uh, atomic uh, uh, sensor that you, you put it in the hole and uh-huh. you take a readings and, and, it, and it tells you how how, how moist the, the water was on all the fields on all the cotton fields. And we, we drove uh, a car there uh, to, uh, kind of uh, independently from from uh, it, just, it just was an independent job and we I enjoyed that well I...
0: Listen to the voice of Amelia Cabrera.
2: Did you have to work in the fields or? Oh yeah, all the time. Can you tell me what that was like? Oh, well, I like I loved it. This I handle picking cotton, chopping onions. I like those picking cottons. Remember those? gusanos uh, the they're going all over your body. <laughs> oh, my God. When you carry your your sack of, of cotton, all those gusanos will crush on your shirt. We used to put handkerchiefs around our faces and wear those big hats. So, because it was really, it was bad, but it was fun. But I enjoyed it working in the fields was that your favorite crop to pick was cotton cotton yeah cotton pick and cut what did you hate oh <laughs> always trying to put at least a hundred a hundred pounds in there that would be like what three dollars probably hundred pounds at that time yeah so do you anyway. remember how many hours you worked what time you went in and what time you got out oh early in the morning before it got hot because in summer it gets too hot so you try to go early, as early as you can, to all those field work jobs. Better do it early, real early.
0: Listen to the voice of Raúl Moreno. So your father worked doing what?
3: He drove tractors and caterpillars and whatever in between. They have to do uh, the caterpillars are for the heavy duty, uh, not cultivating, but plowing, subsoiling so they could get water underneath the desert and all that. And the smaller tractors were like for water control for making borders and rows. And he drove all combination. Uh, I got to do a lot of that work, but it was like teamwork when the grain was being harvested. The combines that they have now, are just a small fraction of the size of the old threshing machines that we used to use. And uh, I got to pull one of them around for, they would would extend out there about maybe 30 feet. So to turn them, you had to have a lot of area. And if you make a mistake, you tear the equipment because you hit the fences or pull them in the dish and all that but i had to do it right because the operator was my dad on top of the machine if i did something wrong he'd throw something at me hey look out wake up down there i got to do everything on the farm with the equipment except bulldoze i got to operate the bulldozer without a blade but that was for pulling it was a implement called the land plane oh that was maybe 50 yards long. And it had a scoop that leveled the ground. We were preparing it for irrigation, for controlled irrigation. That was the biggest equipment they had. I got to do that and do it at night because when that land had to be prepared, they worked around the clock on the land. Also got to plow a lot of hours, uh, 12 hour shifts around the clock work Somebody get off the tractor and somebody get on and work another tip, 12 hours. And uh, make the rows for planting. I never got to make rows, but I got to fill the the canisters where all the seed is dumped so they could go plant up and down, up and down. Actually, I wasn't even old enough to drive those tractors yet but they would let me work in the summertime
1: about how old were you then
3: i was about 15 years 15. old i was big enough to lift a hundred pound bag and put it in five gallon containers and then fill it i got to work with the old the old timers the, the real professionals. they weren't surveyors but they could drive a straight line
1: Do you how what was the youngest age that you remember going out to work
3: Oh, we used to pick cotton during the school breaks. We picked cotton, but that wasn't work. We'd go out there and sleep. <laughs> we, we made enough for, well, to satisfy our own soda desires for the day and stuff like that. We, my mother was certainly not dependent on her cotton picking uh, money, no way. I think she was relieved that we would actually go out there and get out of her way.
0: Listen to the voice of Gus Gonzalez, Jr.
4: We used to play football out in the fields. They didn't like it very well because well, they, the barley was just starting to come up, and we'd play and, and mash the the barley all the way to the ground or the wheat. And, uh, the foreman didn't like that at all, but that's one of, the, one of the places we played. We used to hide there and...
1: So, what do you remember when you were growing up about your mother and father? When what they would do?
4: Well, work? my mom uh, would. She just usually fork out in the fields during the day. She'd either be picking cotton, or she'd. Well, cotton at that time was uh, like a year-round uh, uh, farming uh, thing because they planted. Once they planted, start coming out. Then we would chop it, and the way the company worked, that they used to. Uh, sign if the, if the families wanted, it, they could uh, uh, ask for a field and you'd do the whole field. they pay you so much a row for chopping or if you once the chopping was over you were cleaning them, uh, they would pay you uh, just a straight amount for cleaning that field. So it was uh, kind of the whole family would go and they'd furnish, of course they furnished everything, the, the hose and whatever. And uh, but as kids, when we got home from school, And there was cotton fields close by. Almost all the kids that were of age, I say age, anywhere from about 8 to 13, 14, we'd get our sacks and we'd go to those fields and and fill them up. And then next morning, our parents would take them to wherever they were picking and dump them uh, until they got after us because we would leave a lot of uh, pieces in those fields. And when the regular crews came to them, they got better than that because all the good rows had been picked already. So they put a stop to that. But we did it for quite some time. But, so did
1: your dad ever talk about his experiences at at work and stuff? Uh, uh,
4: the only thing I can, well, he, I mean, he was a, uh, he, he used to plant one of their planters. He was one of the best planters they had, a furrow furrow, and he, they said he could make you a, a straight furrow, the, even the guest row, which is the one that when you come back, there's a one in between, and it looked just like the rest of them that were being plowed. Uh, he was that good. And uh, he used to do that. He used to be, the, like I say, the planter. And he was holding cotton. And uh, he also used to be a border disker, and he could make you the straightest borders for, like, planting alfalfa and that type of thing. And uh, I'd see him and, you know, most people, they would uh, get out and measure, step off how wide they wanted him and put a flag there. He never got off the tractor. He just had the flag. He'd move it, stick it over here and come back to the oven, go back. And you could look at him and, my God. And so one year he got sick. And that's when I was just starting as a tractor driver. And they told him, well, you're Gus's son. you." Go do that. Sure, you know. Oh, heck yes. They gave me that track, and I swear I was just as straight as could be. I got to the other end, and, man, there was a curve like that. <laughs> that was the first and last day they let me do that.
0: <laughs> Listen to the voice of Armida Vicera.
5: The thing I remember was that in Coolish we were picking, uh, uh, they called it short. It was, uh, what what was the name of that cotton, the big one? And then over here, they, they had Pima cotton. And, and my sister and I, we, we went to pick them. We, we didn't know how to do it. So this family, they they went with us and showed us how to do it. And uh, the thing that I remember most is that when we came out, after we picked the cotton, we just sat down on the end, and both of us just sat down and started crying because when we were picking in Coolidge, uh, the ball, you know, was bigger, so we we would fill the, <laughs> the um, uh, whatever they call them, the sacks or whatever, bags. And over here, we just got about that much. But then this cotton was, uh, it, it, you weighted it, it was heavier. And, and we didn't know that, so we just sat down there and cried. Porque también trabajé en el field cuando vinieron los braceros, ¿sabes? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I worked then too. And uh, we were, that's when we were planting cabbage. They gave us a a pan full of the little plants, you know, the starter. And then we'd we'd walk every 12, every foot, we'd uh, drop one. We'd walk back and forth in the the fields, And there was uh, one of the men from, from Mexico. They they were well. There were some from the camp too, and they were behind and they had a little stick and they would, they would uh, put dirt in it. So then they would. We had to go back and forth in all the field, you know, working there.
0: Listen to the voice of Loreto Cons.
5: Well, that's how my dad work at night. I was only about that time, twelve, thirteen years old. Because of course, I quit school. I had to go in red, uh, red. cotton at night. I didn't like it because you know, scary in the night. But <laughs> I had to do
0: it. Listen to the voice of Lupe Romo Lopez. I had to go to to help him pick pick cotton
5: too, you know, when I got out of high school, and uh, I hated it. The reason was because of the worms, you know that. Those willy worms, oh, my gosh, I was scared of them. And, they, and I hated to be picking at the, the tall cotton, you know, because the, how was it, the pima cotton? Because, I mean, I would get stuck, you know, because the, the plants were all tangled up and everything, and I'd cry. <laughs> Just kept on pushing, you know, so I could get through.